Finally. Oh, finally. <laughs> how you doing? Good, how are you? <laughs> we spent like the last, what, 20 minutes trying to set this goddamn thing up? Oh, no. I haven't done this in like a while. I think like my last podcast was like a year ago. Good times. You're out of practice. I'm out of practice, yeah. So out of practice. Would you like your first human question? I would love a human question. <laughs> um, how do you make friends? Or um, how do you meet new people? I guess those are two different questions, but... Right. So, like, you obviously sent me this prior to this, and I was having a think about it on the train. And I was like, how do I actually make friends? And then I was, like, really getting into deep thought about it, right? And I was like, first of all, I think about, is it the person you want to be friends with, right? Mm. And I started going on this tangent about, like, oh, how did I meet all my friends? And, like, blah, blah, blah. They're, like, related to my community. But then something happened on the train ride in, and I was like... I'm going to talk about this. So I'm on a pretty busy train, right? Mm-hmm. You can imagine. I always go for the single seat because I'm not a fan of like playing shoulder buddies with people. Mm. So I'm sitting on this single train. Well, ride. if it's winter, I kind of really enjoy that. <laughs> you like the, like the snuggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if they're wearing something warmer than I am. Oh, or like the different fabric types. Mm. Like you might be wearing velvet, but they've got, you know, like that mm. fluffy fabric and it's like do the two mix. Who yeah. knows? But anyways, I picked the single seat. And, like, I flipped it. So somebody potentially could sit in front of me, but, you know, I took the risk, like, hoping nobody would. We get to a pretty busy station. I'm like, here we go. It's going to happen. There's not much leg room, right? So we're sharing knee spots. Mm. I'm sitting there. And this lady sits in front of me. And what happened was we sort of made eye contact, like, how are we going to maneuver our legs here? Like, without communicating, let's, like, maneuver our feet and legs so that we can make this work together, right? And I thought to myself put my knees down, I'll go on the awkward angle, she can go on the other awkward angle. And it was perfect, right? But then as the train took off and, you know, you start moving around because the train's a bit bumpy, our knees were like having this rubbing connection. Mm. And I thought to myself, I feel like a friendship is forming here in the form of our kneecaps. Like we were really frictioning there on Mm. on the train ride. And I'm like, I don't even know this person and our knees are like pretty much making love right now. And I thought... What a, what a great conversation starter. Like, let's just bring up how awkward it is to talk about our knees. So I made a comment to this lady. I was like, our knees are getting pretty close there. Mm. And I got nothing. Really? Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say, like, I think that's the key to starting a conversation with someone you don't know. Right. See if you can find something that makes sense mm-hmm. to the moment or the situation. Right. Like this morning, um, I was waiting for the lift. This woman just turned to me and said, like, Oh, do you smell? Do you smell that? Do you smell? <laughs> no, do you smell I don't that? smell. I'm like, I don't smell anything. She's like, yeah, don't you smell like the gasoline? So I took a whiff. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I do smell the gasoline. <laughs> and then we started talking about that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good conversation starter. Next minute she's lighting up a cigarette. Who knows? Yeah, next thing you know, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just want to like, it's so true, right? So just random topic discussion. And obviously this lady, we weren't going to be friends, but mm. you know, I thought let's, let's make a joke out of a funny situation. We're having knee love. And <laughs> she got up and got off the train. And as she walked away, all I thought was you needed me. Wait, what? <laughs> you missed my pun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I completely misheard yeah, that. I thought you, you said... Um, she said that to you? No, I, I, I was said like, that why to would her. she say she, that? She needed me. Mm. Yeah. Do you need help? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, to get rid of the awkward tension now. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that actually didn't happen. But yeah, I thought to myself, see, I'm the type of person mm. 
that will do that and walk in a room and like try and like make friends, right? So I'm not shy to go talk to people, but I think going back to what I started with is like find the person that you're actually going to get along with, right? So mm. you're going to have people in the party or people out or people at uni or mm. wherever you are that are the sort of extroverts out there sort of people that like will just go up and start a conversation and then you've got the people that are too shy to do that. Mm. And it's like, who do you relate to? So like all my best friends I've met through my sport, mm. right? And it's like for me to meet people in other situations, it's really weird. Mm. Like what's relatable? Yeah. Like how do you relate to these people? So I think that's a big one, right? Like find something relatable to talk about. I think you know pretty quick if you're going to get along with someone or not, right? No, it depends. I mean, like we didn't get along when we first met. We did. <laughs> you were so dry. <laughs> What did you think of me? Uh, well, I mean, that was a very, I think in isolation, I think I now understand why it didn't like work now that you told me your side of the story. Yeah. But when I first met you, we were at, we we're at a bar, I think. Mm. And, um, and I typically do this with everyone that I meet. I, I crack a couple of jokes <laughs> yeah. and then based on how they respond, I'm like, all right, cool. BFF or like. <laughs> <laughs> avoid this, this. <laughs> yeah, like run for the hills yeah and so i tried a couple of jokes and you weren't giving me anything they and didn't i'm like land. oh okay mm. yeah i guess like i legit thought like you were a really kind of like serious person mm. just because you didn't find <laughs> my jokes funny but see let's bring like <laughs> let's flip that for a second i was in a situation where i was going for a job yeah and you were an employee at this job right so like i didn't I was, know that though yeah, so I was, like, trying to be super professional. Mm. and uh, <laughs> But regardless, you didn't find it funny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I really got it. I just yeah. didn't get the dry humour. But um, I <laughs> now, like, sometimes you say stuff and I still just, like, look at you with a blank face and I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah, but, but you're a lot more bubbly than, <coughs> like, I had assumed. Mm. Yeah. And now look at us. Here we are. Do you have any, do you have any like, weird friendship stories like you're super close to something because something really weird happened like you're out I wouldn't say weird but like most of my friends are from either school or work mm. um and then I've got like a long list of I want to say second tier friends where it's like they're not your best mates but mm. they're someone that you'll hang out with maybe like every now and then right well like I feel like sometimes there's like forced friendships right like through other friends are they forced though? Oh, because like they're always going to be around when yeah. the other person. So there. you you form this like really weird friendship group that's great, mm. but then you have like people in the group that don't get along as good. Like, I guess the where I'm trying to go with this is how many friends is enough? Do you need separate <laughs> friends? Like, is it better to have? I have friends for different occasions. I I, <laughs> I do I do though right? Yeah. Do I have? you know, like a really tight group of friends, but then I've got someone who's just my friend, which I feel like I need that isn't mm. related to my other friends. And like, I think how many friends is too many? Like, is that a thing? Like, do you have to be friends with someone just because they're in your group, even if you have no connection? Um, me personally, I wouldn't, but I know a lot of people that would. Mm. Like, I hate the whole fake kind of, I don't know, fa fake's maybe a strong <laughs> word, but... Um, I don't like, yeah, I don't like giving people the impression that we're mates or I guess that's, that's a hard one to answer. Cause it's like, I'm still going to be friendly, mm. but I'm not going to go out of my way to hang. 
if that makes right, sense. Right, right. It's more of a group thing than a let's go get coffee together. Yeah. It's got to go two ways. Like yeah. you've got to be able to feed off each other. Like if you go hang out with someone and you're giving them conversation mm. and they're not giving it back, I have hence our first, you know, engagement. Yeah. That was awkward. But take a step back because I'm not the type of, uh, I'm not overly fond of parties, especially mm. those where I feel like I'm the minority. Mm. Not like from a racial place, but like, but like the minority in terms of the amount of people that I know right. are at a particular party. Mm. But I really enjoy networking nights because if everyone's on the same, if everyone's in the same situation, I'm cool. Because mm-hmm. you're all there for networking purposes. Yeah. So well, you're all trying to achieve the same thing. You- not just that, but like everyone's in the same boat in terms of like, cool, I'm open to like having a chat because like I don't have any... Um, I don't have any, I don't have a safety net. I don't have a group where I'll just like cling to. Mm. That's my problem with like most parties where um, it's like you only know the host Mm. and that's it. Yeah. Everyone's typically got their groups and depending on what time you rock up, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) The party's formed, I'm walking in, everyone's Everyone's got their like group that they want to chill with. Mm -hmm. And so I just find myself... Um, cycling through all the different groups and seeing if there's like a conversation I want to kind of like chill with. Having a few bevies and hoping it's a bit different with like work or like work groups Mm. because everyone's kind of like up for it. Yeah. But when you're with mates, it's a bit harder to break that circle. Right. Or like when other people are with mates. That's what I think anyway. You know what I find myself stuck in a lot is I go out with my friend who is the introverted type Mm. that isn't open to like new friendships. Not that she's not open to it, but it's just like one of those things where you feel guilty talking to other people because you know they're not going to engage in conversation and then all of a sudden they're that third person awkwardly standing there and you f- you feel like you have to ask them questions to engage them. Like I'm that friend mm. that feels like I feel other people's awkwardness. So like I'll I will like I try and people. <laughs> I do. But no, seriously, do you get what I'm saying? Like I feel like I have to, like if I'm really yeah, yeah. vibing with someone, I have to like somehow like, be like, oh. Inject them into the conversation. Yeah. And like hopefully they just, do you know what I'm saying? No, I do. I'm always in But that. then for how long do you keep that up? Oh. Or do you kind of like keep it up until it's like my job here is done? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like then they're now fluid. They're vibing and I just slowly back away in the corner. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I always find myself being that person. Mm. I mean, everyone gets awkward in situ- social uh, situations, like mm. no matter who they are. I guess people are more engaging and people are more inviting. I enjoy the awkwardness though. Do you? But I find that, so when I first meet someone, I typically, and I know it's not a good habit Mm. or like it's not a good first impression, but I like to kind of throw them into the deep end in terms of like my uh, personality, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. it's a little bit of a game for me. I like that. Um, (laughs) It kind of feels like it's a filtering system. Mm. I kind of like want to skip the bullshit and see like what type of humor you like to play at. Yeah. Um, and for some people, like it's an instant vibe um, or like it's an instant connection. For other people, it's just like, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just drive my friends out into the forest and drive home and see how they, what they make what the they best think. of the situation. Like yeah. how are you going to get home? Who knows? But it'll be funny. You mm. know, that's always a good one. I just don't particularly enjoy small talk. <clears throat> yeah. Especially, like, I think um, it, it was, like, last year um, I got invited to my high school 
10-year reunion thing. Right. I'm like, there's nothing more unappealing about this invitation than having the same conversation with 120 people. See, I would love that. Oh, I get that. Like, oh, what do you do now? Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be it. But I would love that. Like, I'm all for working the room, but, like, I can already (laughs) see... Walks around the room. (laughs) (laughs) Staying alive playing as I walk (laughs) through the doors. (laughs) I can so (laughs) picture you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You work that room, babes. Yeah. I mean, granted, the same thing would happen at, like, a networking... um, Like, you could probably treat that as a networking event, Mm. but there's just something about... I don't know, like, yeah, granted, I haven't caught up with a lot of these people in 10 years, but mm. what was running through my mind was if I wanted to, you know, keep mm. up with them or you would have, I would have. Mm. But I think it's more the curiosity, uh, curiosity. Mm. like you walk in that room and you're like, remember like people from school and it's mm. like, you actually, like, it's just, you're curious. Like, what, what do these guys make of themselves? I'm like, that's what would draw me, <laughs> you know. But then in saying that social media these days, you can follow the ones you care about the most anyway. Like, yeah. most of your friends that you're with in school or, like, the wider majority of your f- people in school, you have on Facebook and stuff now, so you can kind of follow their lives regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's not as exciting now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I guess it would be cool to, like, I think the people that would want to go are the ones that have had success. They can go gloat about it. Yeah, I guess. You know, like, oh, what do you do now? Well, I do this, you know. Those people would be the I'm the CEO of Facebook. Why? What do you do? <laughs> oh, not too much, you know, just unemployed at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hiring? <laughs> Working on myself right now. Yeah. So, But, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It would be. There'd be just those standard questions. Like, how? would you go to yours? Yeah, I would. But it would literally be, how have you been? Mm. Yeah, good. How have you been? What do you do now? Are you married? Do you have kids? Like, they're the standard questions that you yeah. get, right? And <laughs> Why you? <laughs> I play softball. Uh, when you went to Netherlands, mm-hmm. did, you, did you go with your team? Or were you there by yourself? I was there by myself. Okay. I went to... I really wanted to play overseas. Like, I always want, like I always had wanted to. Um, but it's just that risk, you know, like, there's no money in my sport. Mm. So I was making a little bit of money, but not enough to, like, save. Um, so I quit my job to go over there and... It was sort of a decision I made for my sporting career. So, like, let's do this because you have a dream that's only going to be achievable in the next sort of 10 years, mm-hmm. right? So, for me, it was so important to improve myself as a softball player and, like, life can be put on hold for a minute because, like, I want to achieve this goal. And, like, it was sort of hard because my family didn't really get why or my mum more so, mm-hmm. my dad more so, didn't understand why I'd want to go play ball overseas and be making, like, no money instead of just working to buy a house. But... Mm took a contract it was really awesome because like I moved to the Netherlands um at the start of March and then like the week in we had a tournament in Italy and like to me this was so exciting like I traveled a fair bit but like I was literally going to be playing softball in yeah. the Netherlands and Italy and we went to Germany and like there were so many cool things we did um so I pretty much went over there pro league didn't know anyone <coughs> there was two other foreigners going and I'd reached out to both of them on WhatsApp before going because we were probably all like oh, we don't know anyone like not not knowing what to expect. How did you know who they were? Oh, I got added to like the team stuff. Oh, okay. So um, I got told there was two other internationals, one from Switzerland and one from Canada. Um, so I sort of messaged both of them, mm-hmm. pretty keen to meet up. We straight away organised trips to travel together because summer break and like it was just awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, how did the um, how did the Netherlands thing come up? Like how did the contract? 
So I was looking, um, I spoke to one of my mentors um, in the sporting world who's awesome and just told her, like, I really want to go play overseas. Like, I know it's what I need to do for my softball career Mm. because in Australia, throughout the year, there's nothing that's going to, like, keep you – like nothing high level, mm-hmm. like all the good stuff happens pretty much from the end of the year through through till January, mm-hmm. right? So um, I spoke to her and there was actually an Australian pitching coach working over in the Netherlands for a team. Um, her name was Karen Ma and I pretty much sent her my like softball CV or softball resume with my background and she sent it to all the Dutch teams in the pro league over there. And one of them reached out to me. Um, and pretty much asked me if I wanted to go play there. So had a FaceTiming session with them because I was going to be living with the manager and his wife who actually played in the team as well. So mm. we like met them because they had a kid and it all went smooth. And yeah, that's like sort of, how, sort of how it came up. Off I went. Cool. So then you reached out to two players mm-hmm. and then what happened? And they were just like keen to, yeah. <clears throat> to chat and meet up? Yeah, I mean... You're like-minded, right? You're, you're in the same situation, so you're going to have something to bond over instantly. Mm. So landed. Two of the girls in the team actually picked me up from the airport, which was an experience. So oh. I didn't even know what they looked like. And one of the girls, it's such a funny story. Her name is Afia. It was spelled A-A-F-J-E, right? And I was trying to read it, and I still laugh about this to her, and I just could not for the life of me understand how to say this freaking name. And, like, I kept saying to her, she kept telling me what her name was. She's like, Afia, and I just couldn't say it, so I had to just call her Af. That's, Afia. Yeah, Afia. I just couldn't say it. Mm. And now it seems so silly because it's like it just comes out normally. Yeah. But so she was picking me up from the airport as well as the um, other international from Switzerland. I had no idea what they looked like. So I just walked out of the airport smiling and hoping someone engaged me, right? Like, <laughs> and I just saw two girls standing there and I knew straight away like it would be them and I would just walked up and I had like this big Australian <laughs> bag. So like they would have known who I was. Mm. Um and then it was just like a car ride home with them. So like instantly bonded with those two who ended up being like two of my best mates throughout the whole season. Um, and then they're just super friendly. Like they were just so friendly, like straight away got invited to one of the girls' houses for dinner and like you just meet people that way. Um, and then the Canadian um, landed who is still one of my good friends today. Mm. Um, and we just we just bonded straight away because like we're just both like in this same situation, right? Like you just so much talking about plus – we're all relating over sport in general anyway. Mm. So I think if I was a shy person, it might not have gone as smooth. Like I'm someone who's not scared to talk to people. So it might have been a different situation for other people. Like I put myself out there sort of thing and I'll like engage in conversation. Um, and the girls I ended up being the best friends with are like exactly like me. Like my friend from Switzerland is like the Swiss Swiss version yeah. of me. Like so we just got along so well. Um, <laughs> Jas. Jas, yeah. And we're just like – yeah, we spent seven months together, travelled with two of them for, like, a long time, mm. played ball together every weekend, like, you have bus rides together. Like, you just form these fucking amazing friendships. Like, mm. it was just so good. Yeah. I had a similar, like, I guess two similar situations. Like, <clears throat> when I when I first went to the States, so this was the first time um, I travelled by myself and I was mm. scared out of my mind. Yeah. Um, it was 2014, I think. December 1986. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the main reason I was going was so that I could um, go see Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why'd you smirk? It's just, <laughs> I, yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, and so 
I was in a similar situation. Like, I didn't know anyone. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of wanted to see if I could meet up with certain people. Um, so I went on to, like, the forums, the Linkin Park forums. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'll be going to, you know, these shows. Um, if anyone, like, I don't know anyone. Uh, but, you know, if anyone would like to... To, to meet up. That'd Someone be great. come and dance with me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and dance. Uh, that'd be great. I and, need and someone to people... headbang with in the, in the <laughs> A few people reached out. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up meeting up with them and it was great. Like it. Mm. Did you have a conversation with them prior to or yeah. like on the phone or just like Not the on text? the phone, like Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the, the people that replied, um, I hit them up on Facebook and we we're kind of just like talking leading up to it and mm. that was really good. Yeah. Um, and then. But it's a similar situation. Like, you just need to hit up one person. They'll introduce you to other people that they know. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, it's just like this this chain effect. Next minute, we're having an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, no. So it's like a, it's like a networking of friendships yeah. because they knew someone and they met someone else. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the other time was, like, recently when I was in Washington. Mm. Um, I didn't know it. Well, um, I didn't have any friends in Washington, mm -hmm. so I wanted to meet new people, but I didn't really have an easy way of doing that, or mm -hmm. at least nothing came to mind. Like, I didn't really want to go to a bar or anything, and then I looked up a couple of meetups, Yeah, but none of them really seemed all that appealing. Um, so I pulled open um, Bumble, and there's this new mode on Bumble called Bumble BFF. <laughs> Did you find your Bumble BFF? <laughs> yes. So how Bumble BFF works is um, similar to Hashtag like the dating sponsored apps. by Bumble. <laughs> yeah, this podcast sponsored by Bumble. Uh, that's the only reason we're here. <laughs> it Bumble took BFF. this long to get to the product placement. There you go, Bumble. Um, so similar to like Tinder or whatever, like you swipe left and swipe right. Mm -hmm. So you've got a profile except like instead of – it's kind of weird like because the first – when I opened it, I'm just like – I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Because I'm like, I didn't like how it was called BFF. I'm like, am I committing to like yeah. this level of friendship? If I meet this person, do we have to be BFFs yeah. forever? Yeah. Because BFF means forever. I mean, that's... That's a big commitment on Bumble. I don't Bumble. think I'm ready for that kind of level of commitment. Yeah. Like at least like go I on mean, a few let's like go on a slippery dips together yeah. or something, you know? Because you don't go on dates. No, they're hangouts, right? Mm. It's not a date. It's a hangout. Yeah, it's yeah. a hangout. Yeah. With your BFF. Yeah. Um, so I tried it and I'm like fucking crushing it, like getting matches left, right and center. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So this is what it feels like to be successful on like Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I've got more matches than I know what to do with. Yeah. Um, so many people want to be my friend right so now. So many people want to be my friend. But it was really cool because um, when I match on a dating app, it's so fucking bad in terms of like the conversation that's happening mm. on... And that's probably just me. <laughs> <laughs> but with BFF, it was so much better. Yeah. Because I guess maybe you can take the dating element out of it and, like, you just, you're just having a chat with some dude. You may have just unlocked the secret to dating on Bumble. Mm. Just go through the BFF stream. It's not mm. awkward. Meet up with them as friends. You're going to have a connection. Next minute, you're dating. Yeah. There you go, folks. You're welcome. But isn't that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. I hear a lot of people go, um, it's a lot better if we're friends first. Mm. But then I'm like, that kind of makes sense. But there are a lot of situations where you kind of just go straight into dating to figure out whether you want to be in a relationship. Yeah. 
No, I get that. I don't know. I think that's quite common that friends fall in love. Like they build a friendship and then they end up forming a relationship. But I just can never see that happening. Mm. Like I'm too spontaneous. Like I like meeting new people. Mm. Like I feel like I already know something about someone. It wouldn't excite me. Mm-hmm. So like for your the relationships that you've been in, it's just like date and then mm-hmm. we'll see where this goes. It's always been like start talking to someone, have a connection. Next minute we're in a relationship. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I've never really dated. Like now this period of my life this year is the first time I've actually just like spoke to a few different people and been on dates and it's super bizarre. It's so like not like What do you mean me. you've never dated? I've never really dated. Like what does that mean? Like just gone on a few dates and then that was it to me. Like I've dated okay. people in terms of like I've gone out with people on dates and then like f- like fallen for them mm-hmm. and then been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I've never just like been on a date with someone. This is going to sound so bad. I've never been on a date with someone and then not ended up being with them until this year. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Uh, that, I guess that's a good thing. Hmm. It just maybe it just means you have a good track record. So far, <laughs> this year's been an interesting one. I'll tell you that much. Okay, but yeah, like it's just yeah, you start talking to people, and you meet up, and you have that connection, and then you form a relationship if you if you both get along, mm-hmm. right? Like that's how it works. Or if well, you're both looking many, for the same thing. But how many how many dates do you kind of like give them before you're ready to kind of make that call? I don't know. It's situational, I guess. As in, it depends on the individual. Yeah, and like what what you just got out of, what you were looking for initially. Like my last relationship, I wasn't, I didn't want to be with anyone. I wanted to be alone for a while. Mm. But we just got on Mm. like super well and we got super close really quick. Mm -hmm. And we didn't start, we didn't make it official till, oh, I guess three months in, which isn't long, but when you think about it week to week, it is. Because you needed that time to figure it out? Yeah, and it just, I think we were just enjoying each other's company for a while. Right. Like I have a friend that met someone and then seven days later they were official. I don't see anything. And they lasted like two years. They're not together anymore, <laughs> but like that's that's a close forming connection, yeah. right? I, th- I think – oh, sorry. I was just going to say on the scale of things, like people start dating someone and they might not be official, but what's really the difference besides a label? Mm. Like I think you know when you're going to be with someone, like even if you don't have the label after like a month. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if it's going to work or if you're going to commit to them. They might not make it official for, like, six months. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not like they're talking to anyone else. Like, they're pretty much in a relationship without the title. Right? Well, I mean, speaking on behalf of some guy. I really should only be speaking on behalf of myself. Because I don't know if this is <laughs> so true I have for this the majority friend, of guys. Um, a friend of a friend who has the same full name as me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the The whole label thing is kind of more of, like, a... I want to say self-confidence thing. Mm. So like um, now I'm more confident to believe that um, like we're exclusive kind of thing. Mm. That's that's the main reason why you would chase that particular But if you're label. dating someone, right, mm. and you could s- like see yourself with this person, you don't have a label, mm. and then they went out and went on a date with someone else mm-hmm. and just turned around and said, oh, well, we're not officially together. Like mm-hmm. you'd be upset. I know, I know yeah. So, like, to me, the label's sort of irrelevant. Like, it's a nice thing. It's a nice gesture to be like, oh, we started dating on this date. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? What do you mean it's irrelevant? The label? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, all it does is, like, I'm not saying it's irrelevant. No, but, like, the situation that you just described, right? Yeah. Like, we're going out and then um, they end up going on a date with someone else while we're going out mm. is the exact reason why I think 
um, a lot of guys put a lot of emphasis on the label or getting to the stage. Do you stage think it's the guys? See, I feel like it's more of a girl thing. Well, I only know it from the guy's perspective. From your friend of a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Who happens to have the same name as me. Yes. <laughs> What's his middle name? <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, I know that I definitely have a different mindset about it. Like, if mm. I'm if I'm dating someone, I don't have the emotional capacity to be seeing other people. Mm-hmm. Not just because I'm... I get that. Like, not yeah. because I'm, I'm, like, head over heels for someone, but it's just, like... Let me explore this. To, yeah. It's difficult for me to have that mentality about multiple people. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it's wasting time if you, like... So I've, I do a lot of study on, like, relationships and um, people and... Not like, wasting time. But like, you, I, don't, I have no issue with... Um, people wasting my time unless it's done intentionally okay wait no that doesn't make sense like for example um uh, i matched with someone on bumble and the first thing they said to me was what are my intentions because i don't want to waste my time and i'm like getting pregnant wow (laughs) (laughs) that's an intense conversation starter yeah i'm just like first of all we have no idea who like the other person is Mm. and so She's already got a preconceived idea of who yeah. you are. She's well, obviously had a that, bad experience. Just, well, yeah, which is fine, yeah. which is fair enough. But, like, I have no idea who you are or how, like, what my feelings are towards you. And so... How could I tell I you I understand, what like, I need to be in a particular mindset. Like, I don't know if she was directly asking... Sorry, indirectly asking me whether, like, I just wanted, like, a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. But does casual mean you just want... Like, I want to extend all friends with benefits or something? Or does casual mean, like, hey, I just want to figure this out? I think it could be both. Okay. Well, like, all I wanted to say was if I found the right person, then, yes, I would be interested in being in a relationship. Yeah. But I, I just think You're... it's not fair for me to say, like, oh, I'm interested in being in a relationship because that doesn't really make all that much sense. When you don't even know the person. Going back to that, I think casual, I think everybody is looking for one night stands in a sense or company in a sense. Mm. If there's a connection there, it'll go from there. Right. See, I think <laughs> I think there's people that are on those sites pretty much just to sleep around or like have mm. one night stands, but I couldn't do that unless I had a connection with someone. Like mm-hmm. I need a genuine connection. Mm-hmm. But like if you meet someone, like say you're literally got in your bio, hey, just looking for some fun. And you meet up with someone that you're hoping to just have some fun with mm-hmm. and you have a genuine connection with them. You can't tell me that they're not going to look to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Right? I just think it's all relative to the people you meet mm-hmm. as to what decision you make on where you want to go in life or like where you want to go with people. Mm-hmm. People can be super close-minded to it and like not want to go down that path at all. But I'm just saying like it's really hard to meet someone that you really get along with and not like want to see them again. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, well, like I've actually told myself I'm just looking for some fun. So that's all it's going to be. Like I just think that's how relationships are formed. It's like you, you meet that person. You're like, oh, this one's actually one I actually want to see again. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, oh, like there's a sexual attraction there. Like let's just have some fun and on to mm-hmm. the next one. So do you think it's kind of like it's just how you get to the acquisition point that's different? Mm-hmm. So for example, um, uh, I'm going to, 
I'm going to sleep around until I find the one. <laughs> Possibly. And the ones that stand out, that's who I'll pursue a relationship with. Possibly. But that's how I'm going to stand out. Possibly. Or it's like, I think it depends on how well people handle situations, right? Like mm. I love human study. Mm. Like I feel like I understand people so well. Mm. And like I think people react based off situations and experiences they've had in their life, which is what you should be doing. And you've got the people that are just looking to sleep around, no emotional connection. Like I don't have feelings. I don't have emotions. I don't get attached because they've either been really hurt by someone before and they're not open-minded to something new. Mm. So my mindset, like I feel like I'm really good about like when I meet someone new, like they always get a chance with me. Like nobody, I try very hard not to bring past experiences into new relationships mm. or friendships or blah, blah, blah. Not everyone does that. Not everyone can get that. Like there's a lot of barriers in new relationships where they're like, oh, my ex did this or like I went through this and like it ends up bringing the other relationship down. So I feel like the ones that are good at that and like able to recognize that this person is someone completely different, give them a shot. If they break your heart, that's the risk you take when you start dating someone, right? Mm -hmm. Like you risk getting a heartbreak when you start dating someone. Is it worth it for the love? Like I think so. Mm -hmm. But like there's people in the world that, acknowledge that and are okay with that and there's people that have had really bad experiences that carry that on so they'd rather switch off and not have emotion and just have fun and sleep around and that's totally okay like people can do that like everyone's entitled to the way mm. they want to pursue their journeys and stuff like that mm. but I just think it's all dependent on the person and where their mindset's at and how they handle situations mm -hmm. does that make sense it does mm. but I was just <laughs> I was actually just thinking like is it any different how different is it for like um, a guy to be dating a girl versus a girl to be dating a guy? In what sense? I guess like how you would approach it. Girls are so much easier to connect with. Mm. Like you can meet As up in with- girl and girl. Yeah. yeah. You can like meet up with a girl and like have the deepest conversation and like be so emotionally engaged instantly. Mm. I haven't had a date with a guy in over seven years now. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know, like I can't even remember what it's like like to be fair, but I just know from like, I've been in relationships with guys and girls and emotionally you're so much deeper with a girl. Mm -hmm. That be, that could be because I haven't found a guy that's like as in touch with his emotions, but like every girl I've dated is like pretty deep emotionally. Mm -hmm. And like you just get on so much better because you have that friendship as well as a relationship. And you can have that with a guy 100%. Like I get that, but it's just different. Like girls understand girls better. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm close to dating a guy again or anything like that, but I just like, it's, I can't explain it. Like everyone always asks this question, like how is, like, why is it so much better with a girl? It's like, it's not that it's better. It's just like, you just have this emotional connection. Oh, no, I mean, crazy. I can understand it because I prefer women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, it's just. But how did you, when did you realize that you liked women? Ah. Uh, Funny enough, I was actually really attracted to this girl I used to work with and had a boyfriend at the time. And it was the first sort of time I was like, oh, wow, like she's really attractive. Mm. And I think it's because she was gay mm -hmm. and I hadn't really been around like. Gay women before. Yeah. Like I had through sport, but not in that sense. Like, And this girl, she was super attractive. She was like this Greek girl. She was like my boss. So she had like the whole persona going on. And I just thought she was super attractive. That was probably the first time I realized like I was attracted to women. Um, but then I just met someone who was like way younger than me. And she was super immature in like a life sense, but like the most mature, like young person I've ever met. Like mm. she taught me so much about like life and like the world and like travel. And I found that very like attractive. And yeah, it's not even like I was 
super attracted to the way she looked or anything. It was literally like we just had this deep connection and I found her so intriguing. Like she was really intriguing. Mm-hmm. And um, I just fell for that. And now I look back at that relationship and I'm like, oh, my God, like what the hell was that? But like it was just something new and exciting for me. Um, I would have been, I think I was 19 or 20. Yeah, I would have been 19, I think, mm-hmm. when that started. And then since that, I've been with guys and I've been with girls. And um, But the my last relationships have always been girls. So my last three relationships were with girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Would you say that you'd, you're attracted to, like, certain individuals? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if, like, so be it if they're a guy or a girl? Yeah, 100%. Personality gets me. I find now talking to guys, though, like I give them a friend vibe. Like I'm very like um, guyish. Like I went to- As in you're one of the bros? Yeah. Like I went to Opera Bar a few weeks ago, or a couple of months ago now. Um, And there was this English guy and we just got along so well. And I was thinking about it. Like we just had a really good conversation, right? And this was the first time I just sort of put myself out there. He made a comment to me like when I was going to the bar. And I came back and I saw he was sitting alone. And this was me- like, let's go back. Let's, this is how you make friends, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just went and sat with him at the table. I just went and sat down. I was like, hey, I saw you were sitting alone. Like, I thought I'd come have a chat. And um, we're just chatting. And then his two friends came back. And I noticed one of the friends was like super attractive. So I sort of like shifted my <laughs> attention to the attractive guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the other two friends started talking. It was fine. But we just started chatting about like work and like um, what they did and everything and like why they're in Australia and all this stuff. And we got on so well. And then I was like, anyways, guys, like I'm going to head back to my family. Like, they probably found me, I wouldn't say intimidating, but like I'm just this chick who's come up to these three guys just to like have a conversation. And I walked away and I remember thinking like, why didn't I get his number? Like we actually had a really good chat and it was the first time in a long time I'd spoke to a guy and like had a bit of a connection. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought to myself, I've given them like a vibe, like a friend vibe, like a, like just a laid back chick friend vibe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's because I've worked in trade industry. I've worked like around, around guys. Like I'm pretty like open to talking. So like I come across that way. I don't know. This is just my interpretation. Mm. And yeah, that was the first guy in a long time that I walked away and I was like, dang it. Like, why didn't I get his number? As in you wanted his number, but you were worried that you gave him the wrong impression. Therefore. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about it. It was only when I walked away, I was like, why didn't I get his number? And then they were gone. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, dang it. Like, I haven't had that with a guy in so long. So like, I think I'm actually a little bit scared to talk to guys more so because I don't know how they would interpret me. And it's been so long for me. Mm. Whereas they're like, oh, I'm happy to talk to any chick. And if there's a connection, there, there's a connection. But are you consciously aware of that kind of stuff? Like, do you, if you liked someone, would would that be at the front of your mind? Like, oh, I need to give them visual cues? I don't know. I don't so know. as you were talk, so take that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're talking, if he then went, um, hey, can I have your number? Mm-hmm. You would have given it. Yeah, 100%. So he didn't ask for it, mm-hmm. but I sort of engaged the conversation and I ended the conversation and I walked away. Mm-hmm. So, and he was also with two friends and it was like, it was like a boys night out because one of them had only just landed from the mm-hmm. UK. I am so bad when it comes to fucking cues. Like, really? holy shit. Cause like, I, I, I can so see that <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, it can, it can go either way. Yeah. You could, you can interpret something as relatively um, like, oh, I think she's into me. And it turns out, no, she's just like super, super friendly. friendly. Yeah. And then it's like, and then you got to weigh up the wrists and it's just like, 
Fuck, this is like. See, that's overthinking at its finest. It is, it is. And I definitely pick up on social cues. Yeah, but the problem is I don't know what the hell the cues are. And so I'll just go ahead and make um, my own assumptions. If something's plainly obvious, then Mm. that helps. Yeah. But that's a lot of, um, you know, reliance on the other party. Yeah. Right. And I don't think that's a very common thing. Mm Mm-hmm for the other person to kind of like help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever done that? I don't know. I or is it kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, I hope. See, I take the risk. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been giving no visual cues, but I hope they, <laughs> they gasp for my number. Girls are very flirty and girls are easy to read. It's like, I know when someone's vibing me and I know when someone's mm-hmm. not. Like I, that's easy for me. I haven't been in enough situations with guys recently to comment on that. Right. I definitely find myself more attracted to women now, like 100%. Like I would check out girls more than I do guys, which is really odd. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just because I've been around, like I'm a relationship girl. Like I've had, like I just got out of a three-year relationship. I was in two one-year relationships before that. Like it just, yeah, I don't know. Like I, it'd be interesting. We should do like a little test on it. Like let's go out in the dating world Mm -hmm. and we'll try and pick up on these social cues. Maybe we should film a video on it. Oh, uh, it's like, hey, this is what happened. Hey, and oh, and then you could follow up and then we could confirm whether we were right or wrong. Yeah. Because, like, I, f- I feel like they wouldn't have any problem with... I think you would make a great wing woman. Would I? Yeah. Yeah. But I'd also make it... I'd be the type of wing woman that would, like, make the situation awkward so you're forced to, like, have a chat about the awkwardness. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, that's fine. That's better than me doing it. Like, force you into, like, <laughs> talk to my friend. Like... Mm. Yeah, no, um, imagine like going on a date and be like, hey, um, I'm just like filming just to see if I, if you do any social cues, do you mind if I just put my camera here whilst we have this date? Like, I think you it's, imagine? you'd, oh yeah, how would you film it? Hey, <laughs> I just, I didn't even think about that. Hidden mic, I'm on the, I'm on yeah. the earphone Google to you, Blast, like, like, say this, Ari. <laughs> Sorry, do you mind speaking closer <laughs> to the microphone? Hang on, let me just test this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting though. It's super interesting. The dating world's an interesting thing. Mm. Like I'm literally like my mind this year has been like. I honestly think this? it's a free for all because depending on how. <laughs> I want that one. People, well, no, it's like, I think depending on how different people interpret certain things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's anything as far as I know consistent with how people behave or speak. Mm-hmm, that's true. In terms of like their intentions. Mm-hmm. But everyone puts up a front because no one ever knows what the other person's thinking. If we go back to dating apps, like mm-hmm. I would love to be out in a bar and someone just chat with me and we vibe that way. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. But dating apps, there's this wall up. Like, cause people's like, like if we matched and I said to you, Hey, and you're like, Hey, I'm like, how you doing? And we have this like dry conversation. It's like, you're always thinking like, what are they on here for? Do we have a connection? Or mm-hmm. maybe we just all overthinking it. Like, do we just need to go for so it? So what do you need to know? What their intentions are. Yeah, and I just, then, I just think people are hesitant on dating apps. Yeah. Or like people always bail out of that first meetup date because they're always like, oh, this is too awkward. Mm-hmm. Which is why I love FaceTime and I love talking on the phone. <laughs> you like, left FaceTime? <laughs> <laughs> I love FaceTime. <laughs> like if you chat with someone before you meet up with them, you're going to know if you have a connection by talking to them that way. Maybe that's a secret to like internet dating. Mm. I want to create a dating app where it's like Love Island meets Survivor. <laughs> Yeah. Explain it. Um, basically, it's a free-for-all, kind of like Hunger Games. Yeah. And um, the last, last two, two standing people date. Yeah, have to go on a date. Yeah. They get the date card. 
Yeah, they get the day card. <laughs> Everyone else dies in the process. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that idea. I'd go on that show. No, actually, in all seriousness, like, I need, like, I need to use my environment. If I can't, like, if the other person isn't kind of, like, meeting me halfway in terms mm-hmm. of bringing um, or helping out with the conversation, mm-hmm. um, then I need the environment. Like, I need the situation to kind of keep things going. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you do kind of, like, want that balance. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do stand-up for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> like, it's exhausting. <laughs> and yeah. that's, like... Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to do stand-up, so... Let's no, but it. what I'm saying is, like, I enjoy being funny, but, like, it's so much better when we're kind of both firing off all cind- cylinders. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe that's the type of person that I would prefer to be in a relationship with. Yeah, right. Like, I'd hate to be in a relationship where, like, they're just quiet. <laughs> you need someone that can bounce like, off you your need- dry humour. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But have you ever have you ever spoken to anyone? It doesn't have to be a date, but yeah. like spoken to someone that it's just like, holy shit, it takes so much effort just to, to get them to speak. Yeah. Or it's awkward. Well, yeah, either it's awkward or it's like this person's given me nothing to work with. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when we first met. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, this girl is just so dry and like Sea styled, it's not even funny. Yeah, like I started break dancing, like nothing was like there was. I can't no even reaction. remember what you said. I remember I said something about it being your birthday. You were wearing a birthday tag, mm. and you came over with Heyman, mm. and you were wearing a birthday tag, and I was like, "It's your birthday, like happy birthday!" And you were like, "You said something like really weird," and I was like, "You're gonna say stupid." <laughs> <laughs> well, I you said don't, something weird. I don't remember what you said, but it didn't make sense to me. And then like I didn't laugh, you didn't laugh, and then you did the awkward like side eye, and then you were like anyway, and then you walked away. Like, it was super awkward. No, no, I definitely tried. To, I definitely laid down, like, two jokes. Both of them didn't hit. I don't, honestly don't even remember Do you walk away? What did I you, said. Did you walk away to him and be like, oh, that was awkward? Did you, like, make a comment about it? I don't remember. Oh, that would have been funny. I don't know if I made a comment, but it definitely stuck with me. Because, yeah. like, when you, on your first day when you came into the office, mm. I was fully prepared to kind of just be like, all right, well, she's just like, She's just a colleague. I didn't feel like there was a there was a vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I think like over the course of time, I needed to keep asking you questions about like work. Yeah, we worked and together we a started, fair bit. Yeah, and then we started yeah. kind of like, um, you definitely started to open up because I think once you started to crack some jokes, <laughs> that definitely um, kind of like restored, I guess, a bit of like your faith in me as a person, well, maybe <laughs> as a human being. Oh, thank God, she's she's funny. <laughs> My God. <laughs> She's got a soul. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not funny, you don't exist. It definitely gave me more confidence to kind of like, oh, fuck it, like, let's restart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll just pretend that night out didn't happen. Mm. And we can just be best buddies from now. Yeah. We could be Bumble BFFs. But I think sometimes that's all you need. Mm. I think you need, sometimes you just need to see someone else lower their guard and just kind of be themselves. <laughs> but you're and about to say, me. lower their standard. <laughs> 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 I've lowered my humor standard for this girl. <laughs> but that's why that's why I like to kind of like just throw people in the deep end and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. But then it can backfire. But it's like But this is this is a story of a girl. Drowned a river and what? And drown her. <laughs> but this is, you know, the type of these are the types of jokes I like to tell and if it's like not kind of clicking. Yeah. I mean, granted, sometimes you know work your way up to that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. some people are like, yeah, fuck it, I'm all in. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Yeah. 
I mean, it's so weird that we didn't bond though. I think it's because I've never had someone with your sense of humor, mm. to be fair. Because like I'm the type of person that lays jokes to get comfortable with people. So like um, other people I met on that night, like Joel. Mm. I dropped, like, sorry, Joel's in a wheelchair and I made like a um, just roll with it comment to him. Like <laughs> the first time I met him, like not knowing his story, yeah, his yeah. experience, anything. And that could have like really gone bad, but it landed with him because he's such a funny dude. And like, um, yeah, that night, like we bonded that way because I made like this joke and I quickly realized it's the type of person he is. Whereas with you, like, I just didn't get the humor. So, mm. like, it was really awkward. And I didn't know if I was supposed to be serious with you or not. I didn't know mm. who you were within the company. Who are you? Who do you are? Yes. Maybe that's the truth. You just need to hang around people a bit more than what you expect. Give people benefit of the doubt. I like to I like to do the whole, um, I, I think you need to, up to four dates mm-hmm. to, to come to a conclusion. And you also need to remove a sense of consistency with those dates. Like, you can't just keep doing the same shit and expect something different to happen. Yeah. Um, but, like, if the first date wasn't a fucking train wreck. Um, but by four dates, I feel like you know if you're in, like, four know, dates that's is what a I'm big saying. commitment. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like people start dating after, like, like four dates. Like, by four, you would have a pretty good idea. Mm. A big thing for me that I've done a lot of study on lately in, in the dating sense mm. I've been listening to this guy, he podcasts. He has an amazing Instagram quote page. Like, he's so good. His name's Mark Groves. His Instagram page is Create the Love. You're welcome, Mark. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But he actually talks a lot about dating and, like, red flags. And it's so true. Like, I always send it to my friend who just, like, allows people to fuck her over constantly. Mm-hmm. And I just said to her, like, please just follow this guy. And he talks pretty much about dating isn't hard. Find out what exactly you're looking for and what you want. If you're looking for someone to sleep with fine. If you're looking at someone that you want to get married to, fine. If you're looking for a casual thing, fine. He's like, once you've figured out what you want, find that person who wants that too. Mm. Stop trying to date the people that are just looking to sleep around because mm. they're going to hurt you. Mm. If someone's telling you they're not looking for something serious, but you end up developing feelings for them because you're giving them what they want, you're sleeping with them, you're seeing them, you can't be annoyed at them when they don't commit to you or when they break your heart because they don't want anything when they told you that from the start. Yeah. They gave you that red flag. Stop wasting your time dating people that don't want the same things you want. So like if I'm looking for a relationship, find somebody who's also looking for a relationship and see if you connect that way. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to sleep around, stop talking to the girl looking for the relationship because she's going to catch feelings for you and then you're going to have an awkward person on your hands that you're going to need to hurt. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. He talks a lot about red flags. If you're someone who wants kids and you speak to someone, they're like, I never want kids. Red flag, get rid of them. Mm. You want kids, they don't. Red flag. Actually, yeah, that happened to a friend of a friend. Um, who happens to have the same name as me. <laughs> a lot of people have the same name as me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he was in a relationship with his girlfriend for like, I think five years or something. Mm-hmm. She really wanted kids. He didn't. Mm-hmm. And that was the story from the get go. Yeah. And she spent all that time waiting for him to change his mind. Mm-hmm. And then I think it reached a point where she's like, enough is enough. Mm. Um, and they're not together now. Yeah. So like um, the very next dude, I'm assuming it was the very next dude because the next update that I got was um, she's now happily married with someone else and has kids. Yeah. Right. And that's what she wanted all along. Yeah. And he told her from the beginning he didn't want kids. But people ignore those flags because they have they like the idea of someone they can't have. They like the idea of a bit of a challenge or they just genuinely like someone. But at the end of the day, if they don't want what you want, it's a red flag, mm. get rid of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the dating world is crazy. 
But like, stop wasting your time with people that's not right for you. Yeah. You're not that desperate. If they're not right for you, you know it instantly. Don't waste your time with them. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. But I love bad bitches and that's my fucking problem. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write some of that down? Write what down? The, the, the thing? That's my first advice is your wing woman. Well, that's why I record these things so I don't need to write Are we recording down. this? Yeah, is that okay? Oh. I mean, you didn't tell me when we first came on this date. I record all my dates <laughs> so that I can... <laughs> reassess. <laughs> re- yeah, reassess. Yeah. Take all the visual what cues. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, but it's such a... It's interesting, and don't get me wrong. I'm no relationship expert. I'm no dating expert. That's for sure. But like, pay oh, attention know. to these things. I mean, that's what you pay me for. So yes, but uh, well, that's what's going to be written on the thing. Dating expert. <laughs> dating expert. Yeah. yeah. Heartbreaker. Not really. Part time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only on Sunday. <laughs> but um, yeah. Like it's just yeah. And then you know what? If it doesn't work out. That's how you make friends. <laughs> you just. Has that happened to you? You just form a friendship with them. What, you like dated something? someone, it's like, actually, we'd make really good friends. No, never. One of my ex-partners is one of my best friends now. And like, don't get me wrong, it's really tricky. It's really, <laughs> it's a really tricky thing to do and mm. not a lot of people can pull it off, but I think we've done well. And I think it's because our relationship was built. Um, we helped each other through a lot during mm. our relationship. When it ended, we said everything we needed to say. Um, we didn't speak for a little while and then we started talking again as friends and we realised very quickly how well that's why we fell for each other is because we got along so well as mates. Mm. Um, and it's five years later now. She's still one of my best friends. Like we talk every day. Um, I've hung out with her. There's no awkward tension. There's no flirting. There's no like habits of like wanting to get with each other again. But genuinely one of my best friends I can talk to about anything. Mm. And that's like people don't get it that you can – I think you can be friends with your ex – but you both have to be like-minded. Mm-hmm. So we're the same in our head spaces. Like we both care a lot about people. So when a relationship ends, I'm not the type of person that can just be like, cut off all my feelings for you. You don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. Like I'll always care about someone that I've spent an invested time of my life into. Um, and I think cause she's that way too. That's why we ma- like managed to make it work. Whereas I've had other exes that are just like, if we're done, we're done. Like we don't talk anymore, like mm-hmm. cut you off. So, um, but besides that, I've never actually just dated, like had a few dates with someone and realised quite quickly that, oh, like maybe we should just be mates and then built a friendship on that. No. Have you? Yeah, no, that's that's just never happened. Yeah. Usually if someone's not interested in me romantically, they're not interested in me at all. <laughs> they just don't want anything <laughs> to do with me. They just don't want anything to do with me. It could be because you, like your Tinder profile and that, you don't have photos of you. You have like random photos. Yeah. Do you think that's an issue? I think that's probably <laughs> why. Because like when you're meeting them, then they have no idea what to expect, right? Like you should stop putting photos of your hot friend Yeah. On there I mean, I do feel bad that they're expecting a six foot white guy with beautiful blonde hair that kind of <laughs> looks like Chris Hemsworth. I don't see why they're so confused when they meet you because you're not far from that. You're not mm. far off. You know, like you sort of look like your pictures. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I just like don't I get why, why they're not. disappointed when I rock up. Yeah. I mean, we should work I on let that. them pay and everything <laughs> and they're still disappointed. <laughs> I let them pay. I let them pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. And they just. Oh, shit. That, um, there was this one girl that I dated and on our first date, uh, I wanted to pick her up mm-hmm. in my car and she was like super, um, uh, she she told me like no I'm, like I, I can make my own way and I'm like no like it's fine like Let I'll me be pick you up <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I'm literally going to be driving past like 
um, you know, your work. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine. Like, it kind of doesn't make sense for, Mm -hmm. like, both of us to drive. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was tackling it from, like, a logical perspective Mm -hmm. and not understanding why she wouldn't want me to pick her up. Yeah. Um, And then we, we go on the date and then she's just like, you do realize that, like, when girls tell you, like, they don't want you to pick them up on a first date, it's because they are worried that you might be, like, a psychopath and they don't want you knowing where they live. I and like, like her. At least she's honest. Really? Yeah. I, like, I mean, I would have preferred not to have known that that was a genuine concern. Mm. See, I would enjoy that because it's old school. Like, guy comes and picks you up, you go on a date. That's what I was thinking. Mm. But I get why girls these days would be like. A lot of guys. Let me meet you first. Yeah. Let me meet you first and then we'll go there. I can understand that. But like a lot of guys have, um, they have very romantic strategies. Mm-hmm. Or certain things that come to mind where it's like, I should do this or say this because that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like it should come off as being uh, romantic in one way or another. Or, yeah. um, hey, this me- if I do this, it means like I'm trying to be a gentleman or mm-hmm. I'm trying to be affectionate. However... Um, in a lot of circumstances, that comes off as being the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met anyone that has positively perceived um, a romantic gesture. Right. You know what I would love? If someone did this to me, because this is the type of person I am, anyone who's listening that wants to date me. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Write this shit down. Have you ever seen those videos on Facebook of guys that have like written a song with their guitar and it's just like funny? Like I saw one recently, this dude, he pulled things from Twitter, like people's like quotes and like wrote a song about all the quotes and it's just hilarious. And he goes up to a chick and he just starts, he's like, can I play you a song? He starts playing a song. If a guy did that to me, 100% I would give them my number Mm. regardless on looks or anything, just because that's my type of human. Like I love that funny shit and I love that humor. Mm -hmm. So like some girls would find that super creepy and be like, oh no, like. You know what I mean? But, like, that's my type of humour. Like, I love when people open up with a pun or, like, a joke. Mm. And then that's how they start a conversation. Whereas, though, some people would find that weird. Like, the other day I got, what's your favourite porn genre? And I was like, obviously midgets. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit I like. Nah, mm. just kidding. But um, sometimes... Classical. <laughs> <laughs> just classic. Um, yeah, like, I think it's 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 really hard because you're not going to know that about a person initially. Mm. So you either need to just drop something and hope for the best, hope it lands or not. Because mm-hmm. I've been told like via my social media, I look very like dry, not funny, just like very. Wow, that was very British. Just, was it? <laughs> not funny. <laughs> <laughs> not funny, like very dry. I don't come across how I am in person. Mm-hmm. And I find that super interesting. And I'm like sitting here like, how do I? Well, I mean, Jazz, you're the one taking the photos. Like there's no, there's no one else to blame you. How do I make my content funnier? Because like I want, I'm attract, I'm trying to attract funny people because that's what I'm looking for, right? Do like, you think you post funny content? No. There you go. What do I, like, what do I do though? Like, like I don't expect. Like I'm on the spot, Witty. I can't just record it and hope for the best. You know what I mean? Um, oh, no, not necessarily. Like the reason I bring this up is because I feel like we meet people these days through social media. So what mm. people view of your social media is how they perceive you as a person currently. Mm-hmm. And it's stupid, mm-hmm. but it's true. People are There's judging, nothing really else to go off. People are judging you based off your social media status and like how you are perceived on social media. And that's the reason I'm asking that. Like if I've had two of my friends or two people, I've like one of them was someone I recently met, tell me like I'm way funnier than what my social media perceives me. I'm like, hmm, like I wonder what random people are thinking about me then. 
you know? Mm. Well, if it helps, I don't think you're funny. Exactly. As in, like, through your social profile. Yeah. I mean, granted, I didn't know, I didn't look at your social profile until, like, well after we started kind of, like, mm. um, yeah. getting to know each other. Yeah. I guess it's true. But there wasn't anything overly, there wasn't anything obvious that would make me think that, oh, this chick is, like, super funny. Or Are you saying I am now, though? Well, I don't know. I barely look. Because <laughs> I could put that in my as bio. In, is your profile funny or are you funny? I could put that in my bio. I think you're funny. Ari today mentioned I was really funny, so don't worry about my what my photos are perceiving. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't think that's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start making some funny content videos by the sounds of things. Hmm. Yeah. No, or or like what you could do, and one thing I've noticed. Um, a lot of like Insta kind of people doing is um, they try and set up funny images or something's happening in the photo that's funny. <laughs> like for example, uh, the the Tinder thing that I want to do. Yeah. Which we can. Do you have time? Of to course do it? I do. Yeah, sick. Um, we do have to wrap up, but the thing that I want to do is um, I Just think it's like five photos of me standing with like a whiteboard, and then it's got the lyrics to. Um, Eminem. Eminem's Lose Yourself. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you had, then it's like one, one shot. shot. Yeah. Like one opportunity. You need to make sure that first photo's lit so girls aren't just fucking left in the first one and then not getting the joke. What do you mean? The first photo has to be, like, engaging. Like, you're going to look really good in it. So, people, you can't just be. You can't just be standing there not looking hot. You need to, like, be looking good holding the sign. Because you I'll, want I'll, people to. Because on Tinder, right? Yeah. You go on a Tinder profile, you look at the first pick, it's either a yes or a no. Mm. If there's somewhat, you're somewhat attracted to them, you'll then click on their profile and look at all their pictures. Mm. If not, if you just pop up and they're not attracted to you, they're just going to left you straight away. Mm. So you need to make sure the first photo is engaging for them to then slide to then get the joke. Okay. I'll, I'll let you direct it. You could <laughs> hold the first sign and say, funny content coming, don't swipe left yet. And then the first one could be oh like, Lord. if you had. <laughs> Please don't swipe. I swear I'm funny. And like, just watch the just rest like of my photos. Essay. Yeah. If I could just have a moment of your attention, <laughs> please. <laughs> please do not exit out of me because this is what's coming for you. Mm. Write a full paragraph. So they read that. They don't swipe left. Yeah. They swipe right. They read your story. Um, and that's how you make friends. <laughs> and we're out of time. Thank you for coming on. Ha, 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 ha.